Everett, if we don't have a new song by this intro, it's going to sound myself. pretty awkward. We're going to yeah. be like, oh, wow, did you like the new music? <laughs> There's nothing there. Wait, what if they're really... Would that actually be pretty funny? We put no music in and pretend like there is music? No, I don't like that at all. Scrap it all. Gaslight our listeners. Do you like our new intro music? We just got a new song. Thanks I for actually our new producer, haven't heard Everett. It. I oh, well, I haven't either. I'm just imagining it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, if you haven't noticed, there's a couple sonic changes that have come to the show. For example, I had to put a sock on my mic now because Everett said that's a good idea. And it looks like I had to put a little condom on it. He rolled it over the <laughs> mic, which is phallic, already phallic shaped. But uh... How does everything have to look like a dick? I don't know. Speaking of looking like a dick. dick. Oh, you were going to do it. No, do it. Do it. Okay. I was. (laughs) We did not plan that. I was so excited about Pierre Maguire that I requested that we do a mini episode. It was going to be a part of this, but then it was too much. So stay tuned. (laughs) And there's a special Pierre Maguire episode upcoming. And it's actually. You'll be surprised. He's a very interesting dude. That's all I'll I need. Say. I need to know, like, what inspired this? Like, what point did you okay. wake up and you were, like, possessed by the ghost of Pierre? Well, I, I th- you'll you'll hear in, in the interview, but um, my current Twitter picture is Pierre Maguire as a robot. And um, that's been inspiring me because every time I look at my tweets, I'm like, oh, I wish I was Pierre. I wish I was him. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, what is he up to, you know? I thought, it's on my mind every day, and I always forget to Google. I'm like, what the fuck is Pierre Maguire up to? And then I finally decided to figure it out. So that's what so we'll be doing about. some lore episodes here and there based off of that. And this is our first of what I imagine will be many. These are people that we tend to hyperfixate on and focus way too much of our energy on. So Pierre, congratulations. You're the first one on our list. If you like what you heard and you want to learn more about it, um, feel free to check out the bonus episode. And Pierre, come on to the show if you want to talk about it hit us up so i'm looking at our show notes right now and uh yeah half of them is pierre related but it looks relax like, don't um, in in non-pierre mcguire related news we should talk about the detroit sports update where do we even start man yeah uh looks like some things have happened the the Jake, chicago bears transpires the Chicago Bears have traded their first overall pick for a yes. lot. They got for a lot. a lot. They got, I think, two first rounds, two second rounds, and, and DJ Moore. DJ Moore, yeah. They honestly came out as winners, but when you hear, you're listen, listen carefully. This is a Mads the Stallion approved money line. The line, money line Mads, <laughs> money line, money Mads, money mommy Mads, mommy money Mads, Mads the money mommy. Anyway, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, sick. Um, Lions will win the division next season. Uh, you heard it here first. I have put some money down on this, and usually I'm saying, as everybody's parents and grandparents from Michigan will tell you, you do not put your money on the Lions. But 
if last season has proved anything, these are not our same old Lions. So that's my prediction. Lions are, one, going to win the division next season, and two, I'm probably going to get season tickets. So I'm stoked. If that thing that I was telling you about happens, then you might not be the wow. only one getting season tickets. It's like, you're, it's like, you know what you're doing by saying that thing? It's like everybody listening. It's like, hey, this is secret. Actually, you know what? I said the quiet part out loud. But anyway, there is like a 90% chance I'm moving back to Detroit. Yahoo. It should be a 99%. And it'll be in August, so it'll be right around the time that the Lions are going to get started. Jake and I are about to tear the city up. And Jake and I, 313 Hockey Business Expense, are going to get Red Wing season tickets next season, too. I'm in. Say no more. Once I get paid enough. (laughs) Anyway. So... Did you see the Matt Stafford news? I know you like Matt Stafford. I love that man. He's also on that list. Is um, he? Wait, where's he on the the ranking? Uh, he somebody he actually might, te- he might be number ten. Somebody texted Ironic. me the other day and asked me about the list, like specifically, who? and they were like, "Is insert person here on the list?" And I was on like, my list of men who yeah, are good. On your list of men. Who texted you that? I have to look it up. It was. What the I, fuck? I, I have to go through my text. Somebody was listening to our our podcast and they said. Is my name on Maddie's list? Who? I don't remember. I'll I'll try to find it. Anyway. They, did they send it to the 313 account or to you? Maybe they did. Maybe. I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I feel like I'm like bewildered today, like trying to catch up on this. Did Both Nick Alberga make the list? He did not. <laughs> and I actually had someone else listen to that Nick Alberga interview and have to turn it off because the vibes were so bad. And I, I listened to it again and it's just... It's a fever dream. What was, wait, what, why were the vibes bad? Because the dude just talks about himself the whole time and essentially, like, didn't really answer the questions and, like, I don't know. You know what he did do, though? He appreciated that he got, that we got to let him on the show to defend himself. That's what I'm saying. And he also has 11 years of experience doing 12. this. 12. How God. do you not know that? I guess I don't really care. Like, well, it's not important. You, Jake's the kind of hoe to, like, nod and smile and, like, engage. But then he's like, <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> I just, I, listen, I'm I'm all about letting people talk and say what they will. Yeah. But if you have to keep reminding me how many years you've worked in a field or, like, how much money you make, I'm going to tune out now. Or, like, you know? oh, and I worked for the Lightning. That's why I have this signed jersey and, yeah, like, and talk about like, his beer uh-huh. league. Okay. Or, like, his house league hockey, like, lore. I was like, bro. No, he owned a guy on Twitter because he had no, his I trophy. Know. I know. <laughs> I trust okay, we're going to get away to. Um, let's talk about Matt Stafford. <laughs> Apparently, LA wants to get rid of him. Fuck them. They don't appreciate him like I do. So, would you say the Lions won the trade? Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I'm would... also, I also feel like Matt Stafford won the trade because he did what he had to do. He won. Yeah. He got he a Super Bowl. And you know what? He, he can Bowl. come home once his contract is up uh, and win us another Super Bowl. For this season, would you rather have Matt Stafford or Jared Goff? I want Jared Goff. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I hate to say it. Like, I like Matt Stafford, the vibe. But like <laughs> last year, is... he was injured so much that I'm right. like, what are you like now? What are we? Take Jared Goff and give him Matty Stafford vibes. Yes, I could I could be into that. Speaking of ex-Lions coming back, there's been a lot of speculation on Lions Twitter because Darius Slay... I saw. My, well, and I he's going to come back, but he Lions can. legend um, Kenny Galladay is a free agent, too. 
I like Kenny Galladay. He was terrible with the Giants. So bad. So bad. They hate him. So bad. Nine out of ten. All of my Giants friends are very upset by him. That's um, how my Vikings fans feel about TJ Hawkinson. Anyway, well, let's not get back into us being a Lions podcast because I yeah yeah yeah. Uh, I have one more one more podcast question about or one more Lions related question. Oh one God, more. I can I can't even skedaddle out of this one. Lamar yeah. Jackson. <sighs> would would you like fuck him or have him on the Lions? No, you can yet. answer which one you want. Yeah. No one. Yes. It's a good answer. Thank I'm you. into that too. Thank you. I'd probably go with the same answers. The Pistons are really bad. I wrote B-ball. Here are my notes. March, Mad- March Madness, Michigan sucks dig. <laughs> is, oh my god, uh, MSU is, is back, aren't they? They, they uh, Tom Izzo broke a record. He has like the most consecutive playoff appearances well, in Tom the history Izzo... of college basketball. Okay, you're, you're a Sparty fan today? Yeah, sorry, I had to do it to him. Um, but I, I, more of a, I think I'm more of a Coach K hater than I am like a Sparty lover. And I don't hate Coach K. I don't really. What does that have to do him. with it? Because every single he was the one who held the record before Tom Izzo broke oh, it. Oh, okay. It's not that I hate Coach K because I really don't. But he's he's kind of like how the media covers like Michael Jordan, where it's just constant. They just will not shut up about him. It's not anymore. I feel like ten years ago, maybe. Yeah, kind. Of, I mean, people still I haven't talk heard about, like, anything about him in a while. Or like, I, I don't want to say LeBron because they've actually kind of chilled on LeBron they've a little bit on too. LeBron. Yeah. Who do you think the next big person athlete that people are going to talk about all the time is Patrick Mahomes? Mm. It's probably going to be Pat Mahomes. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I don't know. It's hard. Maybe. Because there's not a big enough personality in hockey. There's. That's, yeah. There's nothing. Nothing baseball like... wise. Baseball's not like a star player game. Mm, it was like for guys like A-Rod. Yeah, but. I don't know. It's hard to say. Whenever the next good guy in the NBA comes out, I feel like usually, I feel like NBA players more than other sports get that kind of treatment now. I mean, yeah, it's like it's mostly about more about the players than it is about like the teams. Yeah. Like but, you're, you know, more for the most part, people follow players. Like me, I follow Kyrie Irving because I don't watch him play basketball, but sometimes the thing he says on the media. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> And then my other um, note about basketball is just about how bad the Pistons – like, I can't remember the Pistons being this bad in a while. Like, this is so, so bad. But, I mean, like, you got to imagine there's – I think eight people on their roster are injured. Like, that's yeah, more than insane. half of their roster. So it's, like, but not it's even – so bad. Like James Wiseman, though. He's really good. Yeah, I'm glad we got him. He's, he's been a good surprise. All right, and then the other B-ball, baseball. Yeah, B-ball. Is it starting? Soon? Soon? Dude, you literally text me. You're like, let's go to opening day. (laughs) I'm like, okay. And you're like, oh, isn't it like in a few weeks? I'm like, yeah, like their their season is starting. So just anyone listening, the season starts, and I believe the the Tigers' first game is March 30th, but they do not play at home until April 6th. If they played at home, I'd you'd catch me on that opening day because I heard it is a special experience. It is like nothing I have ever experienced. Like opening day in Detroit is truly a holiday. Like my not like not only is I celebrated, my like landlord gave me like 
Tiger's cookies and like a postcard that said go Tigers and like all of my neighbors got that too like we are right next to Comerica but like everybody in the streets is just like stoked and drunk and it's cool to be drunk at like 1 p.m and everybody's like cheering oh opening day in Detroit is something that I will continue to miss work for every year until I'm dead it like I, I wanted to go so bad last year. You should year go this year and the year before, but I'm only going to be in Detroit for that prior week slash Just stay days. a little bit longer. But then, who's going to watch my poor cat? Anyone listening, if you can watch Jake's poor and adorable cat Jimmy, please, and you live in Pittsburgh, help us. We'll figure it out. We're hungry. But yeah, uh, opening day in Detroit is something. I noticed you wrote Motor City Rockers in caps. Oh, you yeah. Want to talk about that? Oh, I want to talk about the Motor City Rockers. Break yeah. it down for us. Well, I talked that I talked about them a little bit on, on my solo episode, aka my worst nightmare. Um, but they are a low league, low level uh, hockey team. They play out of Fraser, Michigan. They rock and I mean the name me, says it all. Me I am taking you to a Motor City Rockers game on your birthday on April first. I'm very excited for that. Yeah. Sarah Siv, uh, friend of the show, yeah. wanted to go to a Rockers game next time she's in Detroit with us. Mm-hmm. So we'll hit her up. Sarah, if you're listening, hit us up. Tell her to come April 1st for Jake's B-Day. Come on April 1st for my birthday. <sighs> I guess we should talk about the wings. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I feel like now that it's like post trade deadline and we yeah. know where the wings stand, yeah. I feel like I'm at like closing time know? at a party where like <laughs> everybody's ahead. starting to go home with each other right. and the wings are just kind of sitting there like, okay, I'm a little too drunk to drive. Um, I don't want to walk back to my house. It's too far away. So I got to wait on the Uber. And you get caught in a Teletubby suit. Yeah. So you're, you're waiting on the Uber. Um, We're looking at you, Riley Cheyenne. Oh, Rip. Yeah, we're we're right now where the wings stand is the party's coming to an end. They're waiting for an Uber, but the queue is so long that you're just kind of like the queue. The yeah, you you're know, like so you know, order an Uber and it's like, oh, you know, you're five cars away. Fuck you. So we're waiting for the car. Um, the party's come, like I said, slowing down. They're playing some of the more annoying songs to try to get people out. Yep. And at the back of your mind, you can hear the song "Closing Time" about to start, and everybody's going to get kicked out of the house. Should we do a Red Wings edition? That was the Red Wings edition. That was a terrible Red Wings edition. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Tried hard on that one. No, no, I just mean like a song. It was. Oh. That's what it was. Closing time. You're not going to the playoffs. Yes, thank you. Let's go. Off of the ice. I don't know what our strategy is. <laughs> Are we rebuilding or is this it? <laughs> I'm glad we like, totally turned that around too. <laughs> You're like, fuck you. Fuck you, Harley Jarvis. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's coming back. May 30th. I think you May should play 30th. season three, folks. If you haven't National watched it on holiday. Netflix, you gotta watch it. I'm gonna watch Detroiters. I heard that. Detroiters really is funny so show. funny. Yeah. I saw a, a clip of one springtime in the D, and I thought that was so funny. 
if you like, I think you should leave. You're going to like Detroiters. And it's funny and cool because it's like, it's in Detroit. It's fucking sweet. It actually is in Detroit. Speaking of things that are actually in Detroit, (laughs) actually, these things are not in Detroit. Let's talk a little bit about the prospects. Okay. Let's talk about how this season's gone from an exciting standpoint. Mm -hmm. Because, look, if we're going to talk about these last few games for the Wings, a lot of them are kind of miserable. A lot of them kind of sucked. Yeah. But there are positive things to be had, especially with our prospect pool. Simon Edvinson, our main man, the hero, somebody who, please, God, please, please, please save our defense, please, please, <laughs> has more points this season in fewer games in Grand Rapids than Mo Sider did when he was in Grand Rapids. That's pretty encouraging. I would say that's a good thing. And apparently he's been a pretty darn good defenseman, too. Like they I said, would say that's a good thing. I unpopular opinion. <laughs> I think that was a good call. I think some something here is telling me I know I'm a woman and I shouldn't be talking about sports. <laughs> but I do think him scoring points is a good thing. Jake, can you weigh in on this as Look, as as ever? not only look, not only am I a man, mm-hmm. but I'm also an ally. I stand up for marginalized voices. Which is why I offered Maddie a couple seconds to speak. And I think what Maddie's saying is correct. But I'm going to say in a louder and more masculine voice so that other people will accept it. Simon Edvinson has more points than Moritz Sider in fewer games in Grand Rapids. What does that mean? Um, I'm sure, like, you guys might be looking at that and going, okay, these are numbers. This is really hard. I don't understand it. But what I need you to know is that more numbers are good. So that means because he has a lot of numbers and more numbers than Cider, I think that's a good sign. Speaking of good signs, Albert Johansson, quietly a good sign this season. Yeah, his, he's been very under the radar, but he's got nice vibes. <laughs> Vibe check? Vibe check? Yeah, I think he passes. I think, do you think between, do, so next season? Mm-hmm. The defensive core is losing two Titans. No, three Titans. Three enormous names who will leave very large holes in their wake. This is a joke. Gus Lindstrom. Yeah. Robert Hag. Yep. Jordan Osterley. Oh, that would, that's my, that's like my wet dream is all three of them getting off the roster. So say they're all gone. Thank God. Oh, I'm not going to kill myself after all. So the, the people that are signed are Cider, Olimata, yes, Jake Wallman, Ben Chirot. Oh, fuck. There are We've... two spots now that are open. Do you think they fill one in free agency, or do you think they try to fill them both with the young boys? <laughs> Little buff boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think recently um, Iserman was asked about Edmondson coming up and he said it's all up to him he has to prove it so I think the expectation based on how I feel like everyone in the office has been talking is that he gets there and he proves himself and he is able to play because otherwise I will be very upset but I will also be very upset if we are still in the situation that we are currently in as we go to uh, free agency in the summer without too good to be bad too bad to be good well that but no just specifically talking about our defensive core I really I'm nervous and would like, you know, I said, and I think one, maybe the last two episodes, um, hopefully Stevie will use some of those draft picks that we got and mm-hmm. we can 
snag a defenseman. Or use the cap space to sign somebody. Other prospects. Marco Casper won an award with Robo. him on my team. He oh, is, my God. He is a beast right now. He is a he's a little motherfucker, man. Um, he so he wound up winning what's called the Granite Puck Award, and this mm-hmm. is a I think it's the first of its kind award with Rogla, his SHL team, mm-hmm. and it basically just goes to like the t- the guy who represents the Rogla spirit. So you got to be like tough as nails and like a mean mean motherfucker. And Casper won it, yep. and if you watch him play, you'll understand why the dude hits as hard as he like sets up you know goals. He He's smart and shifty on the ice, but he also is like good at getting under people's skin. Like if Brad Marchand was a center. Yeah, I think all of us expect, you know, talking about prospects and expectations for next season. I think there's also a hope that we can see a little bit of Casper next season. I don't know. How do you feel about that? I'm very into that. I really hope that Carter Mazur comes too. I really Carter Mazur too. Mazur. And you know, I talked. We talked about the wings being soft, and I think both of those guys, if they hopefully can do the same thing for the wings, will be able to add a little bit of grit to the team. I don't know why it's so weird for me to talk seriously, and we're not making jokes. About <laughs> <laughs> it's like weird. You know what else is weird is everybody what? kept saying like, and I think we did talk a little bit about this last week, but people were like, oh. Bertuzzi makes this team tough. Bertuzzi's the only one who isn't soft on this team. And I kept thinking about it. And I'm like, really? Because when Bertuzzi's on the ice, they were still getting dummied. Like, right. I think he, he does have some. Thing. Yeah, he does have like a little bit of toughness. But, you know, there needs to be more of that consistent message throughout the whole the whole team. We can't have Brady Kachuk walking around inbreeding right in front of us. He pulled out. His baby dick. Oh, here and we jacked go it off in front of all of us. For people who don't know, we, Jake is a huge baby dick observer, and he loves to watch other guys. Baby we will continue to raise the, the kids, but I will not respect you, and I will teach our t- kids not to either. Oh my god! <laughs> that's, how I felt, that's how I felt when I watched like Larkin not stand up to Brady Kachuk. Yeah, it hurt. Speaking of things that hurt, the Kraken game. Damn, we're just getting right into it, eh? Was not very fun. <laughs> Jake's comments. Meh. I wrote mid also, and then not very good. Or not ideal, yeah. Meh, mid, etc. Not this ideal. Is, this is like you saying it's good to have more points. This is my hard-hitting analysis coming to you live from 313 <laughs> Hockey. It helps when your team scores goals. If only they knew that when they were in Seattle. Because what is this? <laughs> it helps when your team wins unpopular opinion but i think hockey's more fun when your team wins unpopular opinion but we should bring hockey time back to center ice i i I don't understand in all my years why we don't have it on center ice again why don't we have the red wings logo on top of little caesars right now do you think it costs more money to have the hockey town logo on center ice and that chris illich is um no just doesn't feel like paying for it that's Sorry, Chris Hillich, friend of the show. I have to have to clarify. You have to give him the full title. Otherwise, people wouldn't even know who he is. We're like we're like how Stephen A. Smith is always like, "I'm Gary Bettman is my very good friend." Oh like, yeah, my Bettman. grandpa does that when talking about Barack Obama. <laughs> Why? Because all of us, like his grandkids, liked Obama, and he didn't. So he's like, so your, you? "Your friend Obama," and it's been that way since 2008. <laughs> My dad uh, calls Joe Biden your guy to me. There you go. See, it's the yeah. same thing. It's I'm like, I don't even thing. like Joe Biden. Why are you? No, saying he's your that? guy. He's your, he's your guy. guy. That's your guy. 
<laughs> Speaking of, so who's, guy, who's the your for the Red Wings? Yeah, like oh, that's your guy. That's I know, <laughs> Ernie I know for us. When people talk about our pod- <laughs> when people talk about our podcast, they know that Ernie's our guy. Mm-hmm. And I know what the what Wings Twitter is going to call the, like whenever Zadina. he makes a bad mistake, which he did quite often these last few games. Zadina. That's your guy. That's your your guy. <laughs> that's how I feel talking to everybody. I'm like, yep, that's your fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Fill in the fucking net with pucks. <sighs> but anyway, that's 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 we'll get to that in a second. Yes. For now, let's talk about this Kraken game because it wasn't fun. I didn't like watching it. I actually turned it off at one point because I was just so like. Whelmed. I wish I had that willpower, but I can't. I just you're a you're you you got that humiliation thing going on. You're I like, really don't. You're like, oh, I just love to watch my favorite team get destroyed. No, no, it's not humiliation. It's um degradation, ma- masochism. Yeah, yeah. You, if you were like a a monk in medieval England or medieval Europe, you'd be the dudes who like whip themselves on the back to get rid of the plague. Like they're like God is punishing us. That would be you. Gary Bettman is punishing us. That's how that's how Wings fans feel when we like if you read Twitter and they talk about the refs. That's Wings fans whipping themselves. God is punishing us. They're whipping their backs. Literally every every Wings fan on Twitter is like a martyr for this team. It's insane. Why? Like they they miss like an obvious call and it's like the league hates us. We would have we would have clinched for the playoffs had it not have been for the refs this season. I want to do one of those like you know you know those tweets that you'll see where it's like, oh uh, the Chiefs rode to a Mickey Mouse Super Bowl and it's like oh injured player here injured player there like I want to you know they come up with like a list of excuses that yeah. invalidate like the team winning. Why something. is it called Mickey Mouse? Um, the initial term came from the bubble league, the okay. NBA like bubble league where, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Oh, I forget what team won, but they called it a Mickey mouse ring. Cause it was all played in Orlando, Florida during COVID. Okay. So, um, that's what we're calling it. That's that the team, anytime like a team has won, like an a allegedly like suspect championship, which I don't think really ever happens. They call it a Mickey mouse win. Something just to break. Yeah, oh, re- break the news. I reached out to Cider's dad about coming on the podcast, and he just messaged back that he'd like to come on. Let's go! <laughs> he wants yes. to do it in German. He said he wants. He said he's, his English isn't good. Okay, cool. Can we can we do the recording and then you translate it into yes. English afterwards? Yes. Oh, that's amazing! I'm so excited, dude. We have fun ah! content coming for you guys soon. <laughs> Are you going to leave this in or cut it out? Yeah, you should leave it in. That's great news. Okay, cool. Everybody's getting scooped. Moritz Sider's mm-hmm. dad is coming on the podcast. 313 Hockey is bringing in more Exclusive. insider information. He's never done an interview, I don't think. That's right. First of its kind, groundbreaking interview. I'm so excited. I'm excited for I'm excited. us, and I'm excited for Kay Sider, and I'm excited for all of our fans that get to listen to it. We love you. 313 hockey. But you know what we don't love? Jake's a psyop. What don't the we Chicago love? Chicago Blackhawks. We hate the Blackhawks in this household. There was not only a win for the Red Wings, but a win, a for, win women for women around the world. On the national birth international birthday of women, <laughs> the Chicago Blackhawks, the creepiest, sketchiest, greasiest team in the NHL, had their asses handed to them by the Detroit Red Wings. By women. The good guys of the world. Unfortunately, 
like any big final battle, what? sacrifices were made. Oh, rest in peace, Robbie Fabry's knee. <sighs> Robbie Fabry hurt his knee again. Now, for anybody unfamiliar, this is the... the Robbie Fabry has Whoa, suffered three... Do we actually ac- know it's his knee? No, no. Well, it's a lower body injury. But right. I think he, like, landed on his knee or it had to do... Like, the, the injury was sustained uh, at his knee. And the problem is that this is a knee... These knees are, like, made of glass and, like, scrap metal at this point. Like... But let's not speculate that it's his knee. Also, the... Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's the video of the injury of him getting right. injured where he landed on his knee. So it's not confirmed that it's his knee, but if it is his knee, like, that's a bad thing. Any lower body injury in general... <laughs> that's a bad thing. He... Yeah. <laughs> he tore his ACL... On his left knee, left leg twice. Twice, and, and then, then the right one right one. once. Yeah. No, so, but the good thing is we have reason to be optimistic. Uh, the mm-hmm. team said the team said he should be back soon, so I'm feeling. I hope he comes back. I but if it is like that level of injury, like if I'm Fabry, I gotta start thinking about the future, man. Like, you know, Zetterberg talks about like how he he played with that like back injury for the last few years of his career, and he said like he still feels the pain now. So, so like, we're gonna give Robbie Fabry the old yeller. I'm worried we're gonna have to old yeller him. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Fabry's gonna cross the rainbow bridge. <laughs> no, Robbie, run! Robbie, go back to Ontario immediately. They're coming I mean, for you. Okay. You can still play hockey, buddy. It's okay. Look at him; he's still out there. He's still, he's Distract him. Jingle your keys, Robbie. He's on the second wind. <laughs> Oh, All the no. best to Robbie Fabry, and I hope his recovery is very quick. Yeah, I hope he comes back soon. I miss him. He's a good guy. And he now, you know what I realized? Once, What's uh, that? Once we made those moves in um, the trade deadline, like the overall team dental health and uh, structure improved. Oh my god, greatly. the bell curve like shot up in a different right. direction. So Fabri-, Fabri was like the last one holding it together. And now he's out too. So now everybody has perfect teeth. I don't know what's going on. Oh my god! Yeah, because we because Bert like Bert broke the bell curve in the opposite direction. Obviously, but then we also had Sunny and Sunny too. Yeah. Um, I actually did not watch the first Bruins game. Did you? Yes, of course I did. That was that bitchy. The main reason why (laughs) I didn't watch it is because I kind of worried that they were gonna just stomp on the wings i know i had to see it with my own eyes but now that they've played two games so we're recording like directly after the the bruins game here in detroit um i feel a little bit like if i had balls they'd be tickled right now like i feel like that felt like a playoff series and the wings could hold their own we won today five to three and yesterday we didn't win but they held their own for sure, and it made me like a little bit mad that they're doing that now because the Bruins are very obviously the best team in hockey right now. And we yeah, I kind of it. like they're that we are one of the Red Wings are one of ten teams yep. to beat the Boston Bruins this season, <laughs> yep. and that is a rare feat. I mean, the Boston literally like during that win against Detroit, like the in the first game, they were the fastest team to reach fifty wins in the history of the NHL. So this, I like, thought it was eighty wins. Um, I don't know. Oh, it's they, not, they, no, they haven't they're, even. Yeah, they're, so they're the fastest team to to reach that, and they clinch the playoffs. I think this team is pretty much like the gold standard of like what you want your team to be in the regular season. 
So the fact that we managed to to get a win against that is very very encouraging. And a com- and a competitive game yesterday, despite yeah, that. they tried their they they fought their asses off, and I think that paid off. It was really weird to hear Bertuzzi hear hear Bertuzzi's name called on the announcer yeah. like, by the announcers and terrible. That <sighs> made me ill. And then he's today, on a tear with them too. I know. Well, of course. I mean, it's like he. It's honestly, it's like. You know, you ever hear about stories when people have to like give away their dog and then they go back to see the dog like a few months later and the dog doesn't remember them? Kind of. Oh, I've it, never heard that. That's so sad. Oh, I mean, I, it almost feels like that. But then, like for example, today and yesterday, like he's still messing with like his buddies on the wings and like checked on Mo yesterday when he got hit by the puck, which was very cute. That's precious. It is precious. Yeah, I, you know what? I gotta say, like as far as team vibes go, like the Bruins actually have like pretty good vibes from like a player standpoint besides you know besides my new enemy brad marchand yeah um, he's been my enemy i don't know what do you mean that i mean i hate him now well like so so for example when mo got kind of hurt last game yeah. immediately they all went over to check in on him there wasn't any like shit talking any like weird vibes like i i what i will admire about boston is like patrice bergeron is probably like one of the best captains in hockey um, yeah he's, he's like I'll always checking that. in on everybody yeah I'll give them that. However, Brad Marchand, you are now on the 313 Hockey watch list. He's been on the watch list. I used to like you, but now I don't like you anymore. I hate you, Brad. Brad Marchand, in an interview with ESPN, said, (laughs) first, he said that the this... (laughs) You're so flustered. (laughs) I'm so flustered, yeah. All right, Um, it's okay. Wait, wait. Take a deep breath. In an initial interview... (laughs) Brad Marchand said that a lot of players don't want to go to the all-star game if it's in cities like Seattle, uh, Edmonton, or Detroit. Now I can agree with that because, you know, you're an athlete, you know, you're making, you know, you don't want to spend your like vacation time at some cold city. However, the all-star game isn't about you. It is about the fans. It is about the young kids who go to the game and they get to meet their like all-time favorite players and see how they like, you know, Play the lamest game of all time against each other. In a later interview, he was asked to clarify on his comments. I believe this happened this last week. And Brad Marchand said, oh, yeah, no, I didn't mean anything by that. Like, you know, those places are still fine. Like, Seattle has a great skyline. Edmonton has hunting, and I really like that. And Detroit, well, Detroit's suspect. Brad, yeah, I have a question. What do you mean by that? What do you What do you mean suspect? I noticed that there are certain differences in Seattle's population and Edmonton's population than, say, Detroit's population. What about Detroit is suspect to you? Why is it that you are so worried about Detroit? If you're thinking about it from like a crime standpoint, you know, you're a, you're a millionaire. You're staying in one of the nicest hotels in the country. Why don't you say those things about St. Louis or Chicago? <laughs> Curious. Curious, Brad. I have many questions for you. Come on to the Come show. On three hockey podcast. <laughs> you know what's suspect, Jake? What? I'll tell you what's suspect. The best team in hockey coming to D- Detroit, Michigan, and losing to the Red Wings. <laughs> <laughs> they got. I guess they got robbed of a win there. Oh, I bet Whoa. it was, was really suspect that and cop, just, a cop came at a the cop end was and the shut, one it who shut it down. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. Curious, Brad. 
Let's not do whatever you guys do. Don't look up what hat Brad was wearing during the pregame celebrations at the first game. What was um, he wearing? It was a hat with a with a interesting oh, flag on it. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. And then I realized, oh, that is why Brad doesn't like Detroit. That explains yep. a lot. Yep. I mean, are anyway. you surprised? The fact that you're surprised is astonishing to me. What I was more surprised by was okay. So today was like a TNT broadcast, right? Yes. As was yesterday. Did, is it just me, or did like the media have just like the craziest hard on for Boston? Well, yeah, like, of course. That dude when Detroit scored the final goal tonight, when like cop got the empty netter, mm-hmm. that guy was just crushed. He was so upset. He's like, like, oh, fuck. Looks like the Red Wings. Hold on. (laughs) I'm like, oh, honey, here's a tissue, buddy. Oh, no, he already had tissues by him after he was blowing his load for Brad Marchand in that first period. (laughs) So he doesn't come into the condom like you mentioned earlier. Yeah, good point. Um, Can we talk a little bit about, speaking of things not coming? Coming into the condom. Zadina. Yeah. Is that what you were going to say about things not coming? He that he had a breakaway in today's game. He did a backhand on a breakaway, too. Everybody was, like, replying to me, and they're all mad. They're like, it's the only thing he could do. And Who I'm like, saying that? I, I'm thinking to myself, like, I know the defender was kind of blocking off part of the lane. However... If I was Dina, I simply would have done a spinorama trick shot between my legs and resulted <laughs> and then in a goal. backflip. And then a backflip. Come on, like it can't be I that hard. Yeah, seriously. maybe do three. Like, come on, Connor McDavid can do that shit all the time. You were supposed to be filling the net with pucks, bro. And and somebody was mad because um, earlier in that game, Cider had a had a shorthanded yeah. backhand. Oh my but god, okay that Cider goal. It. It's oh. okay. It's okay when Cider does it, but if it's a player that. I personally am trying to build a narrative again. <laughs> you guys are not allowed to criticize that. But we both agreed that we would give him until the end of the season. But honestly, that breakaway was it for me. <laughs> this, not okay to not only that breakaway, but like this entire game and the last game. Like the dude cannot score a goal. Listen, Zadina lovers, I go to therapy now. <laughs> that means I have I'm in touch with a thing called empathy. You should look it up sometime. They, what did we? What it was last episode's name? Um, Delusion World. Yeah, that's where they live. <laughs> maybe, you should, maybe you should stop booking tickets to Delusion World and head down to Reality Avenue. Reality the Rally. Are, the School of Hard Knocks is on this street. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you ever argue with someone on Facebook in like twenty ten? Twenty ten, yes. And, like, you look at their profile and it's, like, graduated from the School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> and then, you know where you know where else they went? Baltimore University. Yeah. <laughs> Hard University? Yeah. That's usually a good 2-1 combo. Can I read you a good Mo Sider quote about this game? Please. Moritz Sider said the trade deadline, losing two big players and even better friends took an emotional toll Aww. on the Red Wings. But... I think it's even more fun without winning, uh, winning without those guys, just to show how much characters in that locker room. Wow! He Future captain Moritz Sider. Chad. He is a Chad. Chad energy. Oh wait, can I review a quote from Moritz Absolutely. Sider after this game? Okay, and I quote: "I am so happy that my dad has the opportunity to go onto the Three One Three Hockey Podcast and represent the Sider family." End quote. Beautiful quote. That's incredible. It's almost as good as the other one. 
I think it's going to be very exciting to hear his dad talk about that. And maybe we can get in touch with Mo himself and he can tell us all about his dad. You know, we should interview. We should interview Kay Sider about his son and then interview Mo about his, Mo dad. About his dad. You have one in a million opportunity to interview and his brother. Sider. And the whole time you're asking about his dad and his brother. <laughs> That's right. That would be so funny. Like, I would love that. Moritz, how does it feel to be the child of the legendary <laughs> Kay Sider? <laughs> uh, well, when you scored that goal, but we're not talking about the goal, Um, your dad went and celebrated like crazy. What did you think about your dad's celebrations? Right. I want to know. Is your dad like LeVar Ball? <laughs> Moritz Sider's dad definitely went to Ball So Hard University. <laughs> I don't know how I could translate that joke to him. <laughs> Do you remember like what's his name Lonzo Ball and like that whole yeah, family yeah, yeah, I, like, yeah, yeah, we, we yeah. need we need a family like that in the hockey world we need like the stall dad like Eric Stahl's dad to come on and just like start spewing shit or the Hughes boys the Hughes that boys have a dad say. right yeah they have a dad he and can come mom. on there and you know start like yeah maybe she can come on and be like outspoken we need we need more outspoken people in hockey we need more like obnoxious people well, Brad Marshall. <laughs> right? No, okay. That's the thing is, I think he has he has value for that reason. Yeah, he's a villain. People I can mean, hate him. That's very true. Anyway, I think we need more of that. I actually have a question actually, for you. Yes. <laughs> have you looked at the recent draft lottery odds? Stop. <laughs> Not looking good. Remember, Not looking good. When, remember when Nick Alberga was like, "You ever?" search your name up on twitter and i was like absolutely fucking not <laughs> give me the same sensation of looking up the draft lottery odds as of today we have a 3.5 percent chance of winning the bedard sweepstakes but if i sim the lottery on tankathon <laughs> nope not that one we're not tanking we beat the bruins that one's today. not good hold on i'm gonna keep simming until i get what i want okay cool oh yes um, Detroit pick first overall, mm-hmm. second Anaheim, third Columbus, and fourth San Jose. So Chicago drops out of the top four. This is literally the best case scenario. Wow, because that's then you illusion build... world. Th- this right here, Jake, this is you're gone. We lost you. <laughs> I hope you have your passport because you are in delusion world. You're gone. It'll be okay. Um, would you do you know who Matt Vaymichkov is? Uh, the guy who's the generational talent in the KHL who likely is hanging out in Russia for a little bit and would be prime but could easily enter the league. Uh, Kaprizov, Panarin, Tier, and become something even better. That guy? Yeah, that guy. Um, (laughs) I've heard of him. I (laughs) think that he's going to drop in the draft lottery because, one, people are scared of Russians, and two, people are wondering whether or not he's going to come over from the KHL. But he's stuck. If a team like the Detroit Red Wings drafts him, yeah. If a team like the Red Wings, wait, have you? I'm so sorry for interrupting you. That was my ADHD brain. Have you seen *Handmaid's Tale*? I've read the book. Okay, if this is like when June goes out with the airplane with all the kids, that's going to be us when we go to Russia and pick up Michkov and uh, Puchelnikov and rescue them. Listen, Chris Illich, Steve Eiserman, since I know you're listening to this. Hire us to go to Russia. We don't know how to speak the language, but Maddie can speak a couple languages and get My us out of the situation. My brother speaks Russian. I'm pretty in. funny, so I can like you know make jokes. I, but and you're shit. gay. Oh fuck! I know. Well, okay, cool. Fun. I'll be like a good distraction. I'll be like, hey, and then the and then Russians will be like, we need to stop him. If I need to go to Gulag so that we can <laughs> get, get... <laughs> out of Russia, <laughs> I offer one Jake Rivard. Or no, you receive. 
you receive one, one gay boy. American. <laughs> <laughs> we receive two generational talents. <laughs> I think if we don't win the draft lottery, which we did, according to Tankathon, yep. after I simmed it four times, mm-hmm. um, I think we should get Matt Vimichkov. I think he'd be a really good pick. And if he pans out, you know, it'll take him a couple years. You want but him over Bedard? Well, if we don't win first overall pick. Oh, I thought that's what we were discussing. No, 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 no. I mean, it's like, Bedard no matter what, if you win first. So I, I guess I shouldn't even be entertaining Matt Vimichkov because we're going to be winning the draft lottery. Right. That's what I'm saying. Wait, did you see the video of, uh, speaking of Bedard, the video of him and he has like, he's walking where with for this thing for like indigenous kids playing hockey and all the guys before him come out and they all like do like the little handshakes and he walks by and he like puts his arms in the air so nobody can touch him and walks by all the kids. That's so strange. I know. It's crazy. I kind of feel for the kid though, you know, like this kid's been a celebrity since he was like 12. Like he's literally okay, never had a Okay, but he doesn't have life. to snub all those You have to be a dick, yeah. Yeah. That's just fucked up. Yeah, I don't want him to be like weird i saw I, I saw a video where like a girl asked him to like yeah be his prom date yeah and he's like uh and the girl you know the, the mom was like say yes say I yes know. no for that one i actually felt really bad and weird for him but this is i don't know i don't know man of course we only see that little bit of the video but mm-hmm. of course here. somebody won a t-shirt didn't they Oh, yeah. Some chick won a t-shirt. I'm really jealous, actually. I guess I could get That's one pretty for myself. Dope shirt. That's a fucking dope shirt. That's why I was like, we should give this away. So congrats. And now we are 50-ish followers away from 1,000 on Twitter. So thank you, everyone. For anybody that doesn't remember, when we reach 1,000 <laughs> followers on Twitter, Maddie will finally answer the question of fuck, Mary kill. Steve Eiserman, Nick Lidstrom, Henrik Zetterberg. Is that what it was? That's what it was. Fuck. I've been delaying this for months, and that day might come soon. I was going to say we could get one with, um, I was trying to think of, like, wholesome athletes that you love. but You could do, if you want to really fuck with me, Shaq. Shaq, Matt Stafford. Yep. And. Who else do I love? I don't want to say Bo Jackson. <laughs> Why? Because I've seen that 30 for 30 now, and I understand. I'm enlightened. Wait, why don't you want to say him then? I didn't know if he fits under the the wholesome athlete. Um, oh, I guess he's not wholesome, but yeah. I do love him. I think he's a legend. I don't even know if Matt Stafford is wholesome, but I also love him. I oh, know I gotta think about it. I gotta think about it. Barry Sanders is a little bit wholesome. He's a nice guy. Jalen Ramsey just got traded, by the way. What? Oh wait, no, that to... happened earlier. I saw that already. <laughs> yeah, he's going to Miami. I saw that. Okay. I thought that was something more exciting. All right. Hi, 303 Hockey. We love you. Bye. Bye. Um, Everett, if you're hearing this, I really hope that you put that new music in. (laughs) Instead of, you know. In the Detroit. Yeah. Okay, take care. Bye, guys.